Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Every Arkansan Podcast. I'm Drew Davis, and this week we've got Ronnie Ritter. He's here with Arkansas Hunters for the Hungry. If you're a hunter out there, if you like deer, if you like getting out there in nature and you're trying to figure out, hey God, what do you have for me? You don't want to miss this episode of how you can make a difference in someone's life doing what you love. Ronnie, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. We're excited about just hearing how you kind of chased after your God-given dream here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? You know, I grew up in Malvern, Arkansas, <clears throat> not too far down the road from here. Uh, grew up in a traditional family, you know, mother, father, a couple of siblings. Uh, you know, it's funny. When I was a child, I was so nervous about speaking in front of people and real shy, just a, but, but a kind of a typical family growing up, uh, you know, went to church there in Malvern. Uh, so yeah, just kind of a typical leave it to beaver type family, I guess you'd <laughs> say. So I uh, grew up there and then uh, graduated high school actually in Bismarck, Arkansas. We, my dad, mom and dad built a, or had a farm out there. Bismarck in, Lions. Yeah, the big, big, right. Oh, you're familiar with them, so. huh? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, very big school. So, uh, Actually, uh, we moved out there in the early 70s, and I graduated high school out there. Uh, and then I went to Henderson in Arkadelphia. Uh, graduated there in the late 70s. Actually, I went to school to be an accountant, of all things. It's like, I didn't really fit. Is that what you were? I'm an accountant. accountant. Yeah. yeah so, so uh, but about three-fourths of the way through, I thought, man, do I want to sit and be an accountant behind the <laughs> desk all the time. <laughs> not, not, not taking away anything from accountants, but uh, I thought... You know, I don't know if I really want to do that. So I kind of switched majors and just a general business degree. So I graduated in the late 70s from Henderson, and then a job with uh, International Paper opened up. It's a big forestry company in South Arkansas, doing some logging, tree planting, stuff like that. So, you know, I did that for about 30 years. But about midway through that, uh, I got involved in the wildlife aspect of uh, International Paper. Had a, like two million acres in the South. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we leased our land to hunting clubs. So I started working with hunting clubs, uh, just kind of getting them to, uh, you know, shoot a lot of, lot more deer in, in some areas. So uh, we had an excess number of does at that time in South Arkansas. Uh, so I would work with them to write management plans, and uh, I ran into a guy named Bob Berenger at the Big Buck Classic that they have every year in Little Rock. Uh, in 2000, and he started. He had just launched this program called uh, Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry, and I thought, man, that's a great fit for what I'm doing. So I joined him there after about three months after he'd launched it, and kind of partnered with him. I was still working full time with IP, but it was just a great fit. And I thought, God, this is really something that I hadn't thought about at the time, but I thought this could be a really good path down the road. So kind of started from there and kind of worked with him, kind of part time. Uh, part-time, full-time kind of type thing. So that's kind of what started me towards this path that I've been on for the last 20 years. And then as you kind of finished up with international paper, um, things started to kind of it, shift yeah, in you. It, so. it started shifting a lot. You know, it's it's funny, or not funny, looking back. <laughs> uh, when I turned 50, God said, get out of debt. And I wasn't in a lot of debt, but it's like, okay, Lord, I've got still another 15 years to work, and 
my debt situation is, is okay. But at that time, I did not know that I was going to be laid off five years later. So I, as, as a former kind of a, an accountant, I figured out a, a plan to, uh, you know, add so much to my principal and get it paid off. Did amortization schedule and, and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So, so I got it paid off when I, was, when I was 55. And so about three months later, they announced IP is selling out. So I thought, Lord, you knew. I didn't know five <laughs> years prior, but he did. He knew. So, and so anyway, I got laid off and got a little severance package. Was able to kind of, uh, you know, kind of work out of the home there for a little bit. And at that time, the Bob Berenger that founded this organization in 2000, he was getting getting much older. And he said, "Well, I think I'm just going to retire." And it was funny. I was at a board meeting. And he said, oh, by the way, I'm going to pass this along to Ronnie now. <laughs> I said, okay, Lord, uh, well, I'm in for a good ride here. And that was like 06, 07. So uh, been doing that. And, and at that time, you know, we were struggling financially. It was like, Lord, I don't know if we can do this. I don't know what's going to happen here. I just don't know if we can, we can make this work. Because as a nonprofit, it's, it's difficult. Right. You know, you're constantly fundraising and asking people for money. And I never was really good at that. It's like, okay, Lord, bring it in. Not going to ask anybody. Just bring it in. Doesn't quite work that way. I've learned <laughs> that you've got to ask, and so that's kind of what got me into this full time ten years ago now, almost. And and what is it exactly that that you guys do? It's a good question, uh, and a lot of people don't know that. You know, Arkansas has got an abundant deer population, so we've got about seventy deer processors scattered across the state. So we ask hunters to shoot an extra deer drop it off to one of those processors. They grind that burger up, uh, grind the deer up into burger, and then we give it to food pantries all across the state. Uh, work with some here in Little Rock, work with City Connections, work with food pantries, homeless shelters, rehab centers all across the state. And this year, I was running some numbers the other day. This year, we're going to do close to 80,000 pounds. Man, 80,000, which was up about 20,000 from last year. Not sure why. We just had more people <laughs> donating. I, I don't know. I hadn't really looked as fatter deer, as to the why. Deer. Maybe it's fatter deer. Maybe healthier <laughs> deer. Maybe more deer was donated. But uh, so yeah, it was it was a real transition for me, working for a big forestry company, and then having to work with the nonprofit and raising money and being director and having a board of directors, and it's a real shift. And it was I was like, Lord, I don't know if I can do this. As I mentioned, growing up as a child, I was real shy. But at that time, I had to learn how to speak before people, <laughs> do rotary clubs, lines clubs. And it's like, I was terrified for a while. <laughs> but God kept saying, yeah, you can do this. I've given you, uh, I didn't know at the time way back. I, I mean, I probably would have been voted the least likely to do public speaking. <laughs> and that's still not my gifting, but I can do it because I'm passionate about what I'm talking about. So if you're passionate about something, and if it's God-given desire, we can do anything. The statistic is that one in five Arkansas children are going to bed hungry every night. What What is it, I mean, what, what are the stories that really just motivated you to say, holy cow, I can, I can overcome this because of this story? Yeah, when I started hearing those statistics, I thought, that's not right. <laughs> I had, you know, because I always had enough to eat. I mean, our family was, growing up, we were poor. But I didn't know it. But we still had plenty to eat. Mm -hmm. Dad worked hard. Mom never worked outside the home. But we still had plenty to eat. And I, that wasn't a thought. But as I started working for 100, 300, I thought there's a lot, of, especially kids, 
there's a lot of kids out there that go hungry. And even a lot of, especially, the, it seems to affect the younger generation and then the elderly. Because a lot of the elderly are on fixed incomes, and it's like, I just don't, did not realize until I started visiting food pantries and homeless shelters, it's like, I didn't know it was out there until I started seeing the statistics, and it's like, so it kind of broke my heart. It's like, we can do something about this. We've got a, a million deer in Arkansas, statistics say. So that just kind of ignited my passion to be able to do this and to encourage, especially the hunting population in Arkansas, mm -hmm. and we got lots of them. We have lots of hunters in Arkansas. There's, you know, opening weekend, there's hundreds of thousands out there. So it's just a matter of motivating them to, to help us help others. So uh, that was my motivation. It was like, we can do something about this. And it's it's really interesting because I know that we've we've had donations from you guys before, mm -hmm. but you're you're donating all over yeah. and you're receiving from all over. It right. truly is a, a statewide kind of vision and it's one of those that on the grassroots level, every hunter in the state has the capacity to feed a hungry child. They do. And that's that's the neat thing about it. We consider ourselves a state organization working locally. So, for instance, if somebody donates a deer here in Pulaski County, it stays right here in Pulaski County. I know we've got a processor just not too far from here, and she works with several homeless shelters, uh, a couple of churches, and she'll do five to 6,000 pounds. So it's just a, you don't realize how many people you may be affecting, and that's okay. I really don't need to know that. It's not, that's not important. The important thing is to get those to the folks in need. Obviously, we can't help everybody. I get calls all the time. It's like, can you help our church food pantry? I say, well, if you help us, we can help you. <laughs> get your get your men's group to go out and have a hunting weekend and, and donate some of those deer. We can get that back to you. So uh, it's still a challenge. Uh, it's still a challenge. Uh, we could do a lot more. Um, and I guess that's the case with all nonprofits. We, you know, we, we strive every time, every year, every month, every day to try to get people to donate more. Um, so, and it's great to collaborate with other organizations such as the Dream Center to get, to get the message out. Mm -hmm. I can't do it alone. Don't want to. <laughs> Don't want to. It's like, all right, guys, you got to help me navigate this. Cause I think in life, we're always trying to figure out we don't always know the best route, and it's like, okay, God, put people in my paths or put people, have them, I mean, y'all probably haven't, y'all tell you, have people call you and maybe you want to donate something or, or help you in some way. We don't, you know, the Christian community come together, and we can do a lot of great things mm -hmm. through God's help. And, and, and once again, that, that grassroots approach, you're challenging men to do what they already love. Yeah. And there's so many people out there that are saying, God, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. You like hunting. Here's something you can here's, do. Yeah. I mean, in our church, we've got a group of fishermen that we do a monthly or quarterly fish fry yeah. and just give back to the community or whatever. But it's inside those passions. And I think that's one of the things a lot of times we overlook is, okay, I, I don't want to be sitting behind a desk as an accountant for the rest of my life. Yeah. God, lead me down something. Oh, I'm going to be out in the woods. I'm going to be doing this. Now I get to work with hunter. It, there's so many opportunities in those hobbies, in those passions, to change someone's life. Yeah, and it doesn't take a lot. I mean, you know, if a hunter will donate a deer, we can get about 30 pounds of burger out of that. That's 120 servings, just one. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we think, well, that's not much, but it is. 
if you think about who it affects down the road. If you're that child that if wasn't you're that child that, right that, that, that didn't get that meal, uh, so there's just so much we can do, and we always, always, always tend to think about well, what big things can I do, but. It's just the little things, the daily little things that we can all do that it's going to have an effect on somebody else's life. Right. And so that's kind of the way I look at it. Let's do a lot of little things to, to make something big happen. And I mean, I think this is also a great thing that, like you were saying earlier, with a church. A church can rally all their hunters. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, there's that food for their local school or for the hamburger right. or, or you've got uh, an interesting product here a lot of people don't realize um a lot of people that are struggling with food insecurity they're struggling with other things too mm -hmm. and one of those is utilities yeah access to a refrigerator or a microwave or whatever and and you guys have actually created this here this um wild game western s snack sticks tell us a little bit about this man this is this we're really excited about this this is something i've been thinking about for about three years now and it's a shelf-stable snack stick made from deer. It's a little bit of pork added in here. Deer's kind of a dry meat, so you need to add a little bit of fat in here. So it's a very healthy uh, alternative to some of the stuff that that's uh, that the kids eat. So uh, I know a lot of people make these things. So about three years ago, I thought, you know, we're helping a lot of the food pantries and a lot of the homeless shelters and things like that. I said. What I said, Lord, what else can we do? So a friend of mine told me about, you know, what about some snack sticks? So I got to doing some research and I thought, we can do this. So we take some of the deer burger and grind it up and then add some pork in there and we create this shelf-stable deer snack stick. The response to this, and by the way, it's it's USDA process. We, we, we jump through all the hoops to make sure it's... <laughs> It's, it's good You're stuff. not processing it in your garage. We're not you processing it in the garage. It, it's a, a really nice, uh, actually we have to go to Missouri to get this. Nobody in Arkansas makes this shelf stable. They make snack sticks, but nothing shelf stable. So uh, we have to go all the way to Perryville, Missouri to do this. So I've made about a dozen trips this past year to Perryville, Missouri, <laughs> uh, carrying meat up there to get it processed into this and then hauling this back. So the response to this has been Phenomenal is probably not a good enough word. What What's the word beyond, <laughs> beyond phenomenal? Beyond yeah, phenomenal. beyond. Uh, so we just we it, we did a, a pilot launch last spring to three schools, and just wanted a response. So, hey, will this work? Because we didn't want to start right, doing right. it full time. So it was kind of a pilot launch, and the response we got back from the teachers, the counselors, is like, the kids love it. The kids love it. Primarily, we work with kindergarten through elementary mm -hmm. age because that's typically the kids that right. that need it more <clears throat> so we put this in the in the backpacks most schools have what they call weekend backpack program mm -hmm. unfortunately kids go home and maybe their parents are not taking maybe they just don't have enough money to buy food right. or maybe other reasons drugs alcohol that sort of thing so we started putting this in the backpacks and like I say the results or the response have been phenomenal we did, uh, <clears throat> actually we started doing a four pack last year. So we did, <clears throat> excuse me, we ended up doing 20,000 of these four packs wow. last year. So we got some response from schools and say, well, four of these big sticks, that's a lot. So we started doing a two pack. <laughs> and our goal this year is to do about 50, 
thousand of those. So we're working with about, currently, about 12 schools all across the mm -hmm. state from Northwest Arkansas, uh, East Arkansas, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of spread it out. So we've got a lot more requests out there. So it's now it's just a matter of being able to raise some money to do these things because they're not real cheap, but we think it's going to be helpful for a lot of kids for the weekend. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that mm. A child that's struggling with that food insecurity, not knowing where that next meal is coming from, for whatever reason, they rely on the free meals at school, that yeah. breakfast and that lunch right. for the majority of their meals. Right. And when school's out, so is their luck. Yeah. And and, and weekends. And, and the weekends are yeah. huge. Yeah. And, and we look at whether it's violent in the school, kids can't pay attention or whatever, and if we think about it, any of us that have ever tried dieting, I get a little angry, <laughs> um, I get a little moody, I can't focus. Mm -hmm. I mean, these kids that are literally dying from a lack of, and one of the big things, protein. Protein, yeah, that's um, what's the good thing about this. Is huge. And when you can start to supplement their weekends, <clears throat> their summers, this time, the right. out-of-school out type hours, all of a sudden their lives start to change. They're, they're not getting in as many fights. They're able mm -hmm. to focus a little bit better at school. They're they're a little bit better behaved at school, and so it just it's it's a continuation mm -hmm. of of a larger solution. You, you know, and studies have shown that if a kid's hungry, he's not going to focus on learning. Mm -hmm. He's going to focus on I'm hungry. And mm -hmm. I, I know we've all seen studies where you know that la that food insecurity, mm -hmm. uh, they just don't learn as well. Like I said, they get they just get in trouble. But and so. The school counselors we work with primarily uh, is so it's just been a welcome help. Now we can't supplement everything they need, but this is a little bit. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit because there's other things they put in those backpack work. They may put pudding, peanut butter is a big protein. They do that a lot. So, you know, we've heard stories of kids, you know, having to hide this stuff on the weekend, and and I, and I hate those stories, but that shows you how much of a need there is out there for mm -hmm. this. So. We're really excited about the future of this. Um, I don't know that we can fulfill all the requests. We've got to get calls all the time. Uh, we did a Facebook launch on this last year, and that was probably a mistake because I started getting everybody from all across the state. It's like, I said, okay, we need to slow down here. <laughs> I can't do all this Facebook. Send me an email, and we'll try to work through this process. So uh, it, it's just been great. It really has. Uh, we've gotten support from Arkansas Game and Fish on this a lot and just everywhere across the state so because uh, we can't do it alone we've got to have help so so if there's a hunter out there or a pastor out there that knows that he's got a million hunters in his church or whatever what's the best he's got a big way? church if he's got a million hunters yeah <laughs> hey, whole state whole state yeah um but what's the best way for someone to contact you and and just say Hey, where's the nearest processor yeah. or how do I get involved? Well, ArkansasHunters.org is our website. So there's a lot of information on there. It's got my you know, email, phone number and all that. Uh, I really love to go to speak to men's group at churches and just kind of challenge them. It's like, like you said earlier, they, a, lot of these, a lot of these churches have men's groups that are passionate about hunting, a lot of them, or, or fishing or whatever. I mean, they can make a big help. They can help us tremendously in what we're trying to do, but we've got to have their, their help to do what we do to okay. help others. So, yeah, I love to speak to men's groups, or civic organizations, rotary clubs. Uh, just give me a call, 
282-0006. Go to our website, send me an email, and we'll we'll get something hooked up because I can't do this alone, and I don't want to. It's not. I just I need to reach out to others to help me. You know, I, we kind of coined the term "help us help others" because mm-hmm. we got to have their help. Right. I tried to do this without you know really looking to God and just trying to okay God just bring it in and you know this will happen it, it doesn't you've got to reach out you've got to mm-hmm. you've got to go to knocking on the doors you know Jesus said you know knock and, and the door will be open so I've had that was kind of a hard lesson for me <laughs> I, I had to learn that it's like okay God here I am you you know just start bringing it in it doesn't quite work that way or at least it didn't for me so my dream is to really put these in as many school backpack programs as we can across the state and you know, with church's help and other folks' help across the state, we can we can make that a reality and at least do our part. Right, right. Well, Ronnie, I thank you for taking the time to drive all this way to just kind of share your story. And thank you also for just being faithful and just saying, okay, God, I'm going to do this. I'm not, don't have all that it takes, but I'm, I'm jumping in. So. Yeah, that's kind of way I had to look at it. It's like, Lord, I, I don't know if I can do this, but... I'm going to do it anyway. you got to help me. And he has. It's the, he's really blessed the program. He really does. So, thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Every Arkansan podcast. Let us know if there's a topic you'd like to learn more about so that we can help you chase after your God-given dream. In the meantime, you can like, subscribe, and share this on social media. Check with us next week for another inspiring story of Arkansans chasing their dreams.